Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts that bring a light to our world. And have I got a light for you today? Hello, Stacy Deer. How are you? Great. How are you? <laughs> awesome. It's so nice to see you. Where are you coming to us from? Cincinnati, Ohio. Yay. A very chilly Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are in winter, that is for sure. So, and I'm here at Marina Del Rey HQ, a little warmer than in Cincinnati, um, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, Stacey and I've got, I, we've known each other a long time now. Very, yeah, very long time. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to, I was trying to, I was thinking about that. I knew we were going to talk today and I was like, ooh, gosh, it's, been a really long time and you know uh i was just talking to another uh gal uh emily mancini about uh TechCon because uh sharepoint TechCon because the last one of those in-person ones was i think literally this weekend a year ago i wasn't there yeah. yes. were you there speaking i was yeah uh-huh was that your last in-person event it was <laughs> okay yeah, I think so. it was yes. yeah. Wow. yeah yeah wow wow I know we were just <laughs> we were just talking before we got on about you know sort of the so this week is um, you know the time last year when we all started learning about COVID and pandemic and stuff and so it's like a lot of last times for certain things were happening over this week and kind of next yeah a lot of lasting a lot of firsts right? yeah right yeah for sure absolutely so Stacy and I know each other from the tech world and. Uh, you have a beautiful uh, business that you had for a really long time. Tell everybody about what you do. So I own a uh, consulting company, uh, uh, SharePoint and M365. We just had our ninth anniversary on the 10th of this month. Wow. Yep. And uh, we've been work from home for eight of those nine years. So okay. with just the nature of the business, it really just didn't make sense for an office with the hours that we work and evenings right. and stuff like that. And it just made more sense. Um, which has helped me grow the business, honestly, from an employee standpoint, because I literally have employees all over the place. So yeah, absolutely. That That's super cool. So what is the business? So for the, so we've got a lot of tech listeners, but we've got a lot of folks who are not as well. So what do you focus on? What do you help customers with? So uh, the other great thing is we have a lot of uh, a deep breadth of knowledge across the board. So we still do a lot of on-prem um, from strategy to implementation, uh, support and maintenance, mm -hmm. design, branding, all that kind of stuff, literally end to end from, right. you know, just sparkle in your eye to, you know, you're ready to, to take the next step. Um, and M365, of course, you know, when that came around, um, same type of thing, but just different uh, architecture behind the scenes, plus being in cloud, right. uh, but essentially the same thing. But um, with M365, we've been able to grow because we have the other apps that are included as well. So it's not right. just SharePoint anymore. That's why yeah. literally I say and M365 because you got this big old bucket of things. So um I have to say in the last two years, my security and compliance knowledge mm. is, you know, about ready to make my head explode. <laughs> still, do, still do a lot with user adoption uh, governance, as you know, is one of my always my all time favorite right. things. Yeah. I've been still, you know, implementation uh, support. Mm. It's a whole new different support type of scenario. Right. Um, 
you know, and user adoption, I mean, people got really comfortable in on-prem, right? Mm -hmm. And then it was a change, a change for the better, but how to keep that adoption plus grow it all at the same time. So um, essentially, as I I tell a lot of people, to end to end, if you can think about it in 365, we do it, right? Right, yeah. So, and with modern, you know, that's changing. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the whole thing changes at once a week. If yeah. you need to get the updates, right? Um, so, yeah. Blink. What? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wait a minute. Wasn't that there yesterday? Uh, yeah. One of those. Uh, so it's a, uh, you know, so we, we, the great thing is, is everybody on the team is very technically like, Hey, there's something new. Let's, right. let's go play. Right. And then yep. we incorporate it into our conversations with our clients. So um I like the ever, I like the change and I hate the change all at the same time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know. I think like keeping up with it, right. Is the big thing. And then also sort of being a, a learn it all, you know, at, at any given time, there's a lot to know. It is, it is. And, uh, you know, in the security and compliance, you know, that kind of rolled right into governance for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I had to deep dive into that because yep. it's all different now and how that works and you know, syncing with the Azure and AD and all this kind of stuff. And um, it's just like another door opened and I'm like, okay, I cannot fit anymore in my brain. Right. So I'm like, everything's got to slow down for a little bit. Right. But that's yeah. never going to happen. You just have to yeah. Figure out what to tackle at any given time. See if you can get someone else to focus. Like, hey, I learned this. You get, you might go, you know, go do the deep dive on it, and then like maybe right. share like a team kind yeah, of thing. Absolutely, um, you have to do that. There, you're as a an individual person, nobody is going to be able to stay up on it. Um, yeah. Divide and conquer is, is my my uh, favorite with it. <laughs> yeah, it's like learning is a team sport for sure. You know. Yeah. 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 And what you're interested in. I mean, at the end of the day, because if you, so there's some things that you're just like. Oh my goodness! I that's not my bailiwick, you know, and and you oh, can yeah. get off with other people. So, you know, you've been um, a gosh, how old is SharePoint Saturday Cincinnati? Oh. Like you've done almost as long as a business, right? Maybe uh, actually longer than the well. Uh, yeah, about oh man, we will be having our tenth this year. Oh wow! Yeah, awesome. It would be our tenth. Yeah. That's wow, so, I didn't think about that. But yeah. Hey, better get planning to raise that roof a little bit for sure. Yeah, I'll have Let's, to come up with that special. Everybody loves my t-shirts I come up with. I yes. have to come up with something super special. This Absolutely. Year. Oh, my my Cincinnati trip, that was so you're do you always do it over Halloween? So we always try to do it around yeah, then. Right. Um, yeah, it was just that adding a little extra fun to yeah. it, uh, especially in Cincinnati, there is really never a great time to do one here because uh, Cincinnati is very hardcore sports oriented. Ah, right. So like all year round, uh, there's sports one mm. type, you know, um, so it's hard to get parents in. Right. You know? Yeah. So, um, you know, what's, what's that extra little thing that we can do and have some fun with it. Sure. And that was the thing that we chose to do since October seemed the best time to get the most people. Right. Yeah. So for listeners who are like, what are, what are you talking about? Well, SharePoint Saturday, a uh, set of events that have started years ago of a bunch of us in the community getting together and saying, we want to put on an event on uh, a Saturday. And it's a 
day long. It's you, it de- depends on how big they are, but like, you know, like um, Twin Cities, they do it twice a year and it's what, like 800 people or something like that used to come. Between six to 800, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and how you have a, a ton of people that were coming to yours too, right? So for a while, we were getting like 200 and something yeah. like that. The last few years, it's been, um, it's been lower, like going virtual this past year with yeah. everything. We had a really nice crowd. Yeah. Um, I, I'm hoping that kind of sparked things up right. a little bit for when we yeah. do meet in person again. Um, but we've always been around the 100, 120 range the last few years, just right. because if, unfortunately you get a good uh, weekend in October and everybody's like, I'm going outside. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so if it's raining, then everybody comes and learns. <laughs> it's, it's like, I want to have a rainy weekend. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I always pray for the cold, rainy weekends. Everybody's like, what? And I'm like, you, you wouldn't understand. Right. Completely. <laughs> well, like, and it goes hand in hand with you've been, you've been involved with and co-organizing the user group there forever too. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, changed the Cincinnati user group to tri-state user group oh, okay. in Cincinnati, you know, Kentucky's right across the river, sure. yeah, Indiana. Yeah. So it's literally, right. so we named it tri-state to incorporate mm. those, um, and oddly enough, we get people from all over the United States join. Yeah. And uh, but it's it's awesome to uh to talk to people once a month that way. Cause like when I go and do some of my virtual um sessions uh, at different events, it's so weird. Like people they'll follow you. And yeah. I think that's just like the coolest thing. I'm like, oh hey, so and so, hey, you know, yeah. and it's it's nice. I mean, we've got such an amazing community. We always have. Yeah, yeah completely. What do you feel like um since you know you're someone who is produced and run these things for a long time. What are some of the major things that you've seen as far as the shifts in virtual? I know we were talking about it a little bit here, but like any, any other big major things that you sort of see or think that are going to stick or, you know, like what were the big shifts for you? Well, things that I keep thinking about for future is Mm -hmm. the fact that we have been able to plug into people that weren't local. Mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. are everywhere right so I kind of think that there there might be a way you can bring in the aspect of having local mm-hmm. plus virtual the, yeah. at least the sessions you know mm-hmm. there's the interaction with the sponsors and vendors and all that right. kind of stuff that they wouldn't get and um, things like that but I think it might be really nice if we could still at least have the sessions virtual for people who can attend because it's a free right. event right yeah so I think that maybe we might get a mesh between the two. Yeah. Right. For sure. Um, but uh, I'm excited to get back into person because I'm such a people person. Like yeah. I, I, you know, especially during COVID and I was considered high risk with, um, you know, my infections and stuff that I've had. So um, I haven't went anywhere hardly ever. Like it was a doctor or whatever and I was done. Right. Yeah. So I spend a lot of time at home, but I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, Things that, uh, I mean, I think the virtual stuff, it was the only, it was the only option we had to yeah. stay connected and get the information out there. And I think these events have done a great job at it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, um, you know, just yesterday I made a joke to somebody, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like literally around the world today, but sitting in my, in my office in Cincinnati. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yet I miss the people all the same time. Yeah, I do too. I know. I, I, I think my last event was European SharePoint conference in Prague. And I know that sounds fancy, but like, but you know, for me, that was last Mm -hmm. December a year ago. And yeah, it's just, um, it's pretty wild. uh, Not having gone any place after doing like, I I think I did 27 events in 2019, something like that. 
Yeah, I did quite I did quite a few as yeah. well. Um like I had remembered like I did live 360 in Florida. Oh right. And it was in December. And then the only one then I had I did a SharePoint Saturday event, I think in like January or February, then SB Tech mm-hmm. or the SB Con, and then I was then we were done. Yeah. Right? Like it was crazy, but um it's it's so hard. It's like the light switch went out, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Because it took a while for people to ramp up too with the virtual. Yeah, absolutely. That was a big sort of switcheroo, I guess. I had just started dabbling in it for stuff here. Um, and and literally it was because of my travel schedule that I was like, you know, if we do this virtual, I could do it from anywhere, you know? And so it was sort of sticking one in, in between an in-person one, yeah. um, but hadn't really, you know, perfected it. And it's, you know, and it's still a little interesting yeah. trying to get it get those things done yeah. yeah we we had a lot of businesses actually reach out to us and they're like we know you've been work at home work from home for years yeah can you help us right like, you know i'm like i never thought about that but i we, we start getting calls i started getting emails and they're like yeah. you know like how do you know your people are doing their job and i'm like mm-hmm. you know when someone's doing their job and when they're yeah. not <laughs> Especially if you're if you're you got tasks and deadlines and right. stuff like that, um, and which I found out from a lot of people that they don't right. They assign them a task, they, but they don't really give them due dates to you know and right. and, so like just assign, and so different aspect that way right. And then um, that also led to how do we use our technology we own to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 assuming that you like everyone else have just seen the explosion of Microsoft Teams. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of it. Lots of it. Um, you know, COVID had a huge impact. Um, so I've been doing um, some work with uh, real estate. So they have commercial and residential. Right. So they have people that, um, you know, manage the different buildings and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. But then they couldn't, they, they, nobody could go in the office. They couldn't have meetings. They couldn't right. do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had no system. Ah, wow. Right. And so it's, uh, but teams that's going to, I mean, that was, they got plugged in, they started instantly using teams and seeing the benefit. They didn't know really what they were doing. Right. Yeah. Cause they just needed it. Right. So right. it's like the old saying was like, go next, next, next and go. No yeah. planning kind of thing. <laughs> and now they're going back and, you know, putting some strategy to it, but you know, mm-hmm. you got to do what you got to do in that type of situation. But I think teams was intuitive and is intuitive enough that yeah. they could get done what they needed to get done. And that's, uh, that was great. Yeah. I'm finding that too in talking to people and businesses that they, you know, like may have implemented very quickly. And now they're a little like, okay, like you were saying, let's go back and sort of look at like what we did and how many teams and what channels and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Let's look at our infrastructure and architecture. Yeah. So it was one of the things I always joke with them. They're like, you know, you're going to see this and you're going to just say it's a mess. And I said, I'm going to tell you what I said, anybody that was ever SharePoint on-prem, their, their environment that they were using, if it was really nice, was not their first environment. Yeah, that's true. Everybody always right. had to rebuild, right? Because they just did the yeah. next, next, next. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah, fluids yeah. and they had all kinds of stuff, right? And then, right. then when things weren't working or they wanted to do more, they're like, all right, we got to start from scratch. You know, yep. now we know there's so much more we can do. And they all mm-hmm. start from scratch. I just tell them, I was like, you know what? This is just a, just another thing in that, in that same wave. It happens. Yeah, that's um, for sure. The good thing is, is it's a little easier to deal with yeah. than it was in an on-prem environment. So thumbs up to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to switch gears. I want to talk about how you got started. So you're from Ohio. Yes. And uh, 
how did you get into tech? Like, where did, where was that love for you? Where did that start? Uh, so oddly enough, so I went to a country school, like where I had 36 people in my graduating class. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. And um, there were no computers at my school. Mm. So I know everybody was like, then how the heck do you get into computers? Yeah, um, sure. So like my senior year, uh, a family of a, a student that was a grade uh, lower than me, their family got a new computer mm. and they donated the other one to the school. Oh, wow. So um wasn't the greatest computer. I mean, they literally got a new one. So, you know, yeah, yeah. wasn't that sure. great. Um, but um, I was big into accounting. I've always been a very, I, very efficient typing. Um, and then accounting, I was really good at. And so that's instantly what was my path going into college. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Because with, you know, that number of students and, and classes, I never got time on that computer. And I was like, I'm a senior. I know what my path is. I'm just, you know. Uh, I know that sounds weird now, right? But so my first year, I literally was an accounting major. Okay. And um, I tested out of keyboarding and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, well, that was cool because I typed all the time, I'd help in the office. And I was like, well, that was sweet. So I was really good at that. <laughs> yep. um, well, then they made you take uh, intra-level computer classes. Gotcha. Computers are numbers and analytical, logical things, right? Yeah. And I just blew through it. Uh, I tested out my first computer class my second weekend. Wow. No idea how I did it. It was just something that came natural. Right. Um, And then so I just, you know, kept taking those classes as my electives. Essentially, I was taking my required and then took my electives. And finally, I was just like, I'm done with this accounting thing. (laughs) Numbers are making my head hurt. Changing. changing. Right. So then I um, went, uh, I switched everything to computer technology um, I actually have I actually have three degrees in all, but um, mm. so I changed at that time to computer technology and business administration because gotcha. um, uh, I always thought about wanting to own my own business, and yeah. I just did not think it was going to be in computers when I when I did that. So right. I switched from an accounting firm type of thing to uh, computer firm. So wow. it was all downhill from there. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm that crazy person that took electives uh, with things I really did not need, but I wanted, I wanted the knowledge. I wanted to yeah. you know, uh, get my toe wet in it and see if it was something I liked, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Leave it to me. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so, okay. So you uh, took all the electives and you've been running your own business for nine years, right? So yep. there's always a lot of inspiring, you know, stories and, you know, what, if, so I have folks that listen to this that are sort of the career, you know, picking their careers or people who are like, oh, should I, shouldn't I? If you do it again, would you start your business? Yes. Yes. And I know that sounds strange, especially if you know me and see the number of hours that I work. Mm -hmm. Um, But what people don't get, those number of hours uh, to me equal number of uh, enjoyment as well, because I love what I'm doing. Right. Um, I didn't like what I was doing. I'd probably say, nope, never yeah, again. Yeah. But I love every minute of it. Do I get stressed? Um, do I get tired, exhausted? Absolutely. But I tell you what, I, I don't know if I would have it any other way. Yeah. Um, I love what I do. Um, and if I didn't, I mean, you know, I told you I'd like to, you know, dabble in things. I've been even dealing. Uh, have you ever heard of NBA Top Shots by any chance? No. So it's based off of blockchain and crypto. Oh, wow. In my spare time, my brother and I have been doing that. And (laughs) so we own NBA moments and uh, you literally build a portfolio and Uh 
um, stuff like that. So I've been playing with that and then the technology behind the crypto and the, the blockchain and how it's Got working. It. Uh-huh. It's something that's blowing up. Um, yeah. And if you ever get the chance, you ought to check it out because they're based out of California, by the way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've gone to a crypto and, and Bitcoin conference. God, it was like now a year and a half ago. I went to that. It was the first one in Los Angeles. And sort of was like, and they were talking about there was a fork that was going to happen. Like, and that was a really big deal. And and I haven't done as much on that, but it seems fascinating. Yeah, I have to tell you, the first time I won a pack and I opened a moment, it was a LeBron James dunk. I, I was one happy girl. So, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. you know me, I love sports, right? So my right. brother, I used to do the baseball cards and football cards and stuff yeah, like that with yeah, my yeah. brothers. I mean, I got yeah. all brothers, right? So I did that yeah. stuff when I was younger. And he's like, hey, it's all on computer and they're using blockchain and crypto and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm in. I'm like, yeah. he said three of my favorite things, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Technology and sports. Hey, let's do it. Yeah. So, um, you know, even in my downtime, mm-hmm. it's something technology based, but it's what I like to do. It's what right. makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, you know, my pups make me happy and, uh, but you know, they have geeky names too. So, you yeah. know, it all it just all bleeds yeah. into it. Um, but it's, that's just it, what's making me happy. That's super fun. Uh, a piece of advice to somebody starting a business, what would be like your number one like either you absolutely should do this or you absolutely should not do this. Um, well, there's a few things. Uh, what should I, uh, what should I talk about though? Um, <laughs> always plan for the unexpected growth. Mm. I know a lot of people, they're like, I, you know, I don't want to plan big. I want to stay small as long as you can. Um, that's a great thought. Yep. Um, but then just think um, if something like COVID happens, yeah. And you wish you had three of you or four of you. Right. Right. Um, you have to make sure that how you're building things always build for the future. Don't build for the time. Right. Um, one of the things that because we start getting so crazy busy and, you know, it's always been on the plate. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, to update, you know, lists and automation and all that kind of stuff in our own system. But all of a sudden, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, COVID's a time to do that. And I'm like, really? Because I ain't got any time. You know, like we're, right. we're swamped, right? With everybody trying to do emergency migrations and all that kind of stuff. Always plan for something like that. Um, a lot of businesses that I've been working with, they wish they would have planned for mm-hmm. something like this. And I think in the future, more people will. Yeah. Um, but everybody needs to always think about stuff like that. Don't ever think it won't happen. Yeah. Sort of like, I feel like, People should always have their resumes ready, no matter what. Absolutely. You know, like we're all replaceable, unfortunately. You know what I mean? And and fortunately, I guess, you know, so that means you can move on. But mm-hmm. I think developing a community, developing contacts and always having sort of that stuff ready to go because you never know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, without the community and the people that I know and um, communicate with, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've got a ton of subs of people from the community that I know, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I have that because of the community, right? Yeah. You know, they have the opportunity to do work for my company because of the community. You know, they're, you know, be ready and, and never, never, um, it, it never hurts to ask, right? Yeah, right. You know, Right. Um, you know, that was um, someone I was talking to during COVID, their their pay got cut. Mm-hmm. They weren't allowed to do side work at that time. So then, you know, they said, hey, you know, if you're going to cut our pay, can we do side work? But yeah. they never said anything. You know, this right. person never said anything. And I take this person in a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. And um, so we were having a conversation one day. We just called and we're catching up. And 
he was telling me about. And I was like, uh, dude, if you need some work, <laughs> I was like, I can load up. And he goes, really? You know, so he got it worked out. And the next day he joined the morning meeting and he's like, okay, you weren't joking. I was like, I told you I got work to do. Yeah, <laughs> so right. Speak up, right? Yeah. Speak up. Um, there are many people in the community that need help. Many. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just, just reach out. There's always yeah. people that that's super cool. I'm sure he was super happy. And, yeah. you know, and and that's the, that's the cool stuff about, I think, any community that you're participating in is that like, like you were saying, sort of just circle back to the beginning of it, right? It's just, it's like everybody together helping each other, you know? And that's, yep. I found that is so fun. Yeah. I don't think that my company would near be as nearly as successful if it was, if it wasn't for the community. Yeah. 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 I, no, I'm with you. I mean, I think everybody helps each other and um, looks out for each other too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I get people all the time. They're like, hey, you know, how much marketing, you know, do you spend on marketing? How much should I budget? Blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not a good person to ask that to. And they're like, well, why? Can you tell me what you guys do? And I'm like, no, because we don't really market a lot. Mm-hmm. We actually, you know, we get a lot of clients from word of mouth of other clients. I mean, I've had clients that I've had for 10 plus years. Sure. Right. For my other consulting company, they waited. And, you know, so, you know, I've got a over probably half of my clients. I've been with us for five years plus. Yep. Yeah. And so as people leave companies and go to other companies, then they bring those companies in. Absolutely. Um, So word of mouth, um, speaking at the events, all that Mm. kind of stuff. That's our marketing. Yeah. And, and, And it's not the typical marketing strategy, but in this type of you know, with the community and stuff, how we work. Yeah. Just there. Yeah. And I feel like there's something also about supporting your local area too, like you yeah. have, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure yeah. there's, you have, you have uh, clients all over, all over the country and probably, you know, the world as well. But I bet yeah. there's a lot, large chunk of them that are also local, oh, yeah. not just Cincinnati, but that the whole Midwestern area. Right. Cause oh, people, yeah. you know, so, you just share. Yeah, we're um, so we're really close to Kentucky. So we're part yeah. of the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, which is sure. one of the largest. And they yeah. do a ton of things. And, you know, we always sponsor their golf outing and we go hang out at a hole yep. all day and, yeah, you yeah. Know, um, and stuff like that. But, you know, being a part of that, um, you know, just last year, we were up for small business of the year. Oh, fun. Yeah, we made it to the finals. We didn't win, awesome. but we made it to the finals. That's yeah, congratulations. Huge. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still, it's, it's a huge thing. Um, and, I, you know, it was, pr- you know, I was proud of that. I mean, it means we did a great job and, you know, we, we did what we needed to do. But because we're part of that chamber, mm-hmm. there are a lot of companies that will only work with companies that are in their local chamber. Yep. That's very true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think so, people don't always think about that, you know, like it's it's chamber. I, I'm like, no, I, I argue with people all the time about like chamber of commerce and like rotary and Kiwanis and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, they're not old. That's not super old school stuff. Oh, you know, no. like that's a lot of the places where business is done in many towns. Depending, oh, yeah. You know, Absolutely. Northern, like I said, Northern Kentucky chamber is one of the largest and they have so many events and yeah. they swapped over They're doing zoom and they kept things up with the virtual and, mm. Um, you know, they, they've done a great job and it's a great organization. They do yeah. a lot for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the other companies that are involved, man, it's, it's nice to, you meet a lot of people. Yeah. Companies are making companies that there's another tidbit, get part of your, uh, your chamber. That's for sure. Yeah. 
I love it. That's awesome. I'm so, it's so nice. I, we haven't seen each other in a long time. So it's, I'm like everybody. So I'm all like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to see you too. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to take us into our last question. How about that? Okay. okay. All right. Yes. So as you know, I'm really interested in sparks and moments. And so if you would share with our listeners, a spark or moment, person, place, thing, book, poem, that really kind of brings you into who you are in this moment today. So um, to me, it was sports. Mm-hmm. So I was a, I was a, an only girl growing mm-hmm. up with uh, five brothers. Um, which if you have five brothers, you know, they have friends. So you got like 20 brothers, right? right. Um, so very heavy on the, the male influence. Um, so I was always a, a shorter. Uh, I was girl. I was, you know, uh, clearly disadvantaged in the family. And um, I had to find, but we were all big in sports. And I was able to prove myself in sports by learning, um, playing hard, working hard. And what it really got me is, hey, if I worked hard enough, I could get picked by one of the one of the teams, you know, the guys teams or whatever. And um, it was funny, the better I got through the years, the higher I moved up that ladder. Right. So what I learned was there are things I didn't want to take after people during, you know, growing up, but how could I get above and beyond all that? And I found that was sports to me. Sports taught me a lot. Coaches taught me a lot. Um, That foundation um, I've brought with me through, through life. Um, uh, Sports will always be a part, a big part of me. Yeah. uh, Clearly. Yeah. Um, But um, you know, if I didn't, if I didn't play sports, I don't think I'd be the same person that I am today. That is for sure. Yeah. What was your, what were your sports that you played? So I played volleyball, basketball, fast pitch, softball, and I ran track. Yeah. I knew I was like, yeah, I knew you were a softball player because I was a softball player from eight till 18 myself. So fast pitch. Yeah. 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 Do you think it's something, I think it's also something about the Midwest too. Oh yeah. You know, like, cause I grew up in Indiana and Illinois as well. And so like that, that's, you know, my uncles played at Purdue and like, you know, the whole nine. So it's, I think it's yeah. part of it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, so like my senior year I blew my knee out. Oh, so wow. uh, I was two weeks away from signing my full ride to play ball and, and college, um, which I would have gladly have done. Cause uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, with a uh, base or I'm sorry, uh, basketball and volleyball and would have clearly done, would have loved it. Um, yeah. Would have done my studies and stuff as well, but getting hurt made me refocus of what was really important in life mm-hmm. but my sports helped me get to where I needed to go because right. I learned that if I worked hard I could do it yeah so I mean I am the shortest person in the family but I can say I got a full ride to go play ball in college but yeah. uh, you know but uh you know you have to make choices in life it's mm-hmm. what you do with those choices yeah absolutely and the things that happen to you and how do you bounce right for sure you're a bouncer lady. I've had to bounce a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love talking to you. I miss you by the way. So I yeah, <laughs> I know. so I know big hearts. I know. So awesome. Thank you for sharing your story with everybody. I learned some things about you that I didn't know for sure as well. So well, thank you for asking. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody, Stacey's got a great company. So tell everybody the company name and where people can find it out in the interwebs. 
So uh, the company name is Focal Point Solutions. Yep. So if you go to focalpointsolutions.com or .co, you can find us. Um, we're out there. We have Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, if you find me on LinkedIn, you'll find links to the company as well. But we're out there. Yeah, absolutely. So y'all follow Stacey. They have great content and they're doing great things for community and, and for customers and uh, and Microsoft 365. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get to see each other at a in-person events sooner rather than later, lady. That's know? right. I need a vacation sometime. Maybe I'll have to come to California. <laughs> Fair enough. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Oh, thank you so much for being on and sharing your story with our listeners. No problem. Thank you. Absolutely. Everybody, that has been another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere. Thanks, everybody. And thank you, Stacey. Yay. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.